time commission where a transaction is cancelled and the proceeds of the sale cannot be used to pay the agent's commission to the estate agent. Now, to answer that question, one obviously needs to look at the specific set of facts that are relevant. In other words, you, for example, need to know what the mandate entails that was given to the estate agent. So it's very difficult to give um, general guidelines, but maybe I can make a, common, a couple of comments that might be of assistance. Um, now, to understand um, such claims, it's important, I think, to appreciate the fact that a commission claim is based on contract. So if you have a mandate from a seller to find a, a purchaser for his um, property for a certain price, then it's actually an agreement that you concluded with that uh, seller. And the question obviously would always be what the terms of that agreement are and whether you can consequently, for example, claim the commission from the seller if the transaction does not proceed. Now, if your agreement with the seller was that you are only paid from the proceeds if the transaction does proceed, then obviously you won't have a claim. However, if the intention was for you to have a claim for the commission, even if um, the transaction does not proceed, then it's a different matter. And there it make, might make a big difference between where you have a written mandate, which caters for all these scenarios, whether it's a separate document or whether it's contained in the agreement as such, or whether there's just an oral agreement between you and the seller. So an oral agreement is indeed enforceable, but it's obviously always better to have a written agreement so that you can prove uh, more easily in court if necessary, what the terms of the agreement are, and um, also that you had a mandate um, from the from the seller at all. So a proper commission clause in a conduct of sale, I think, is essential. And you're more than welcome to ask us to assist us uh, to assist you. My name is Volker Kruger from Fallon Duffy, by the way, with uh, checking your clause that you use um, in respect of your commission. If that clause caters, for example, for commission claims against the seller and or the purchaser in the case of cancellation of the agreement, then that makes it much easier to, for example, um, claim such commission from the relevant uh, parties. Typically, one would especially look at the party that was responsible for the transaction being cancelled. For example, if the purchaser fails to perform, in terms of the agreement of sale, for example, first to pay the costs, first to pay the purchase price, first to deliver the guarantees, whatever the case might be. Obviously, uh, the um, agreement must be unconditional. In other words, the purchaser must have obtained a loan. If he fails to obtain a loan, then the contract would have lapsed and obviously a commission claim would not be relevant. But if he did get the loan and thereafter he fails to perform, he maybe changes his mind and no longer wants to buy the property, then you, in principle, um, would have a claim for breach of the agreement against the purchaser and the damages uh, that you suffered, especially, or the loss of the commission, especially if there is a properly worded clause. Now, um, many of the clauses that I've seen actually cater for the estate agent to have a claim against the purchaser for commission if the contract was cancelled as a result of the breach uh, of the purchaser. So in such a case, um, it um, might be worthwhile to consider such a commission claim against uh, the purchaser. However, there's always 
the next very important question as to whether it's going to be worthwhile to sue a purchaser or sue a seller. It's one thing to, in principle, by law, come to the conclusion after getting advice that you do have a claim. The next question is, however, whether you are prepared to incur those costs to sue a seller or to sue a purchaser to claim the commission. Now, I've had this discussion with a lot of estate agents over the years after a transaction maybe wasn't proceeded with. And my experience is that many of the estate agents, after we've explained what a court case entails, how much it costs, how much time it takes, and after they've also considered the fact that they don't want to be known as an agency that sues their clients for commission, most of them actually decide uh, not to claim commission. So my experience, I've had very, very few cases actually where an estate agent at the end of the day decides to indeed sue a purchaser or seller for the commission. And the same actually applies to sellers. If we explain to the sellers what it entails, they also often come to the conclusion that uh, it maybe makes more sense to simply find another purchaser for the same purchase price or maybe even a better price and uh, not uh, sue the seller uh, or sue the purchaser rather for the um, for uh, uh, performance in terms of the agreement.